So as I mentioned, then we are going over to uh, Senegal and that's where we find Senegal is a journalist and former TV producer for Canal Plus and TV Monday, uh, who is Alu Goloko, who joins us here in South Africa. Um, Alu, good evening from us. Thank you very much for being able to speak to us tonight in South Africa. Yebo, Yebo, Yebo. Good evening to everybody, to all the listeners of SAFM. Hey, I dropped the ball. I should have said bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> bonjour, bonjour. Comment ça va? Comment ça va? <laughs> yes. No, thanks for speaking to us, Alu. <laughs> uh, because we are trying to find solutions here for our problems here in South African football at the moment. Uh, and congratulations for, to Senegal qualifying for the World Cup for the third time. How has this been received in the country after that victory earlier this week? Uh, I mean, uh, that victory was just amazing because uh, there was a lot of context in, the, in this game. We were playing in the brand new stadium we built in the country. It was the first game at home after winning the African Nations Cup. And it was a qualifiers match, the last match for qualification for World Cup. So all the country was excited. It was a very, very tough game. We lost... Uh, in Cairo uh, some days ago when they came back, we needed to have a good result. And we scored very quickly earlier at the third minute of the match. And after that, it was a tough game, like as it was the final of Afcon. We have to go to the penalties. And once again, God gave us the chance to win this uh, match and to be qualified second time consecutively for the World Cup. And you qualify as African champions also, back-to-back World Cup tournaments. Now, what would you attribute this success to, Alu? What will, I'm, I'm saying, what, what would you say the recipe has been for Senegal's success in, in recent years that you've qualified twice for a World Cup and you're also African oh, champions? I mean, oh, I mean, we've been working so hard. And before we reach this level, we've been having a lot of disillusions. Remember, we got eliminated in several AFCON. We lost matches. We lost the final in 2019. We lost the final in 2002. But we will keep working, working, and believe on ourselves, believe that one day we will make it, and that they finally arrived. But we're also lucky that have to have a generation of play, talented football players uh, born and raised in Senegal or born abroad but with Senegalese background and very attached to the country and that's helped us a lot and that is totally cultural whoever is Senegalese whoever he lives in the world wherever he lives in the world he always came back in the country with his child and his, his family and that gave us the opportunity to bring back all those Senegalese players, with all those football players around the world with Senegalese background, it's easy for them to come back to Senegal because they've already been coming in the country with their parents because that is part of our culture, to always come back home. Ah, that is wonderful. And and we always uh, talk about the great Senegalese team of 2002. Are there any similarities here between that team and the current team? Yes. They're almost similar because remember, in 2002, most of those players also was uh, uh, left from Senegal, went to academies in Europe, 
and um, half of the team also was Senegalese, uh, born in France, grew up in France, but with a Senegalese background. Uh, so, so it was a mix of players coming from Senegal and players that was born and raised in France. Together, they all decided to come and defend the Senegalese colors, and it was amazing. We called them at that period, we used to call them the Senef. Senef means in French, Senegal de France, Senegalese from <laughs> France. So today, today is almost the same. Uh, half of the team as well are uh, born in Europe, in France particularly, grew up there with uh, some of them that has been raised and trained uh, in Senegal, started in academies in Senegal, like Generation Food, Gambar, the others who was born in France, played even, some of them played in France national team at, at, the, at the low level, under 17, under 15, under 20. There was even captain, a player like Abdou Diallo from Paris Saint-Germain was captain of all the France uh, selections, under 15, under 17, under 20, under 23. He was almost the captain, but he decided like last year to come and play for Senegal. And he is doing great. He's happy. He's, he's, he was saying in an interview that that is the best decision he has ever taken for his life. Oh, great stuff. And and also, you we know about the academies in Senegal there, Alu. We've seen at Diambas Academy, they were also here in South Africa. They produced a Lebo Mutiba who went to France. Now there's Generation Foot also. And these two have proven to be talent factories. How do they work? How are they structured? Look, the structures is at the beginning, they know and notice that Senegal is full of talent. We have so many players everywhere. We have what we call in Navetan. Navetan is a local, uh, is an inter area. It's like if you come to 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 Johannesburg, you take a team uh, from Yeovilles, played against the team from Santon, a team from Midran played against another team from Soweto. Mm. You mean uh, it's an inter inter city tournament? It's very very popular. We do it always during the summertime when it is a holiday. So. Oh, the line is failing. The first place where Senegalese goes to get talents. You have on the street talents from everywhere. Now, when the academy found out that there is a lot of talents in Senegal, they decided to come and open uh, academies in Senegal. It started with Gamba, mm. and then uh, Generation Food followed, Dakar Sacré-Cœur, and there are so many today. And those academies... Uh, they just do the same way of training of France. You know, France is the best country mm. in the world in terms of uh, academy, in terms of training young people and kids. That's why France, after Brazil, is the second country providers of professional football in the world. So we, ha- we adopted the same method, the same strategy, the same skills and the same technical of, of, of training the, the kids. Uh, and that works perfectly because those players, when they left Senegal to go back to France, after one year, they just became full professional players and they're all did it, doing great. And I want, as a result, since the French League existed, only four African players have been best scorer in France and the two are from Senegal. That is Moussa Sow and Gilles Francois Boc- the late Gilles Francois Bocande. You have also Shabani Nonda from DR Congo. Uh, uh, no, the three are Senegalese, one are uh, Congolese. You have Bokande, the first one, uh, Shabani Nonda, the second one, Mamadounia, the third one, and Moussa Sow, the fourth one. Uh, that became the only African who became best scorer in French League. Uh, it means 
Senegal is a country of talent, but it's a particularly country of strikers. Senegal mm-hmm. produces a lot of strikers because of the, the way they kill, the, 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 the train, because of the natural skills, because Senegalese are silent people. They are generally tall, strong, and they came from generally a very hostile uh, region, so they have to develop other skills to be able to sustain and to, to, to achieve. Wonderful. I actually seem to remember Nonda Shabani. I think he was there in South Africa um, in his early years before yes. going before going overseas to the likes of Blackburn Rovers and uh, Monaco yes. in, 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 in France. I think he passed, yes, I think after Tanzania he passed through South Africa before yes. going to Europe. Sounds, sounds familiar. And and then besides these commercial academies, are there other local academies which are also operating but maybe at a smaller scale? Yes, yes. The traditional teams of our league, like Jara, Fijandak, all of them have small academy. But ahead of that, because it's also a real business, now everywhere, every corner where you go, now you have small academies. You have people uh, who dedicated their whole life to train kids to, uh, with the hope of at least one day, one of them will become uh, professional, will find professional, and they will make make money on it. So is that also that the part of the, the that part business parts? But uh, generally, uh, people in Senegal love football. People played a lot of football, uh, and that is also uh, the result. The national team is gaining now. The morning they're hearing, the government is giving them any time when they go to competition or they win uh, tournaments, make all the family now uh, pushing the kids to go and become football players as well. Because now in Senegal, you understand through football, you can achieve your life. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we are in conversation with Alu Goloko, Senegalese journalist. We want to find out how has Senegal become so successful. Um, they are the African champions. They've qualified for back-to-back World Cup and they export players to Europe. You remember earlier this week, we spoke to Pierre Issa and he was saying to uh, us that he's uh, also... And, uh, yes? And actually, we are speaking, we are champions of Africa of uh, AFCON. We are yeah. champions of Africa of beach soccer. We are champions of Africa of uh, deaf people. We are we played the final of inter championships scholarship scholar. Oh yes, I remember that. We you know you know and, and and because we are doing the work, we have the talent. We also we are doing the proper work. And our women first qualified for the women Afcon next uh, in some so in few months in Morocco. So in everywhere. Our players are achieving, and the, the, the FA is doing good because they have a proper strategy on it. And there seems to be a vision also, because I remember that schools tournament you were talking about. Now it was overshadowed by the controversy, but your players were you were really young, and they looked like schoolboys in that tournament. Exactly, exactly, exactly. There is a vision. That's what we plan, and our vision, the vision of the the, the FA today is to play the next four World Cup coming in. It will help the FA to gain enough money to be uh, autonomous in terms of finance and and, 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 and uh, autonomy and be able to bring more talent again. Because talent in Senegal, you get them everywhere. Uh, which is uh, today uh, an experience that can help a lot for South Africa. Mm. Because South Africa is part of the, the the best country in Africa when it became to football, but they must open more than uh, the country. 
to the hazard experience, like the French experience of uh, of training, because France, it has been known as the best academy in the world. Mm. They are, they, the method is very good. In South Africa, you got the infrastructure. You must develop more youth football the under under 15 uh, competition, under 17. Maybe probably open it to the foreign players as well. Let's allow the kids from other parts of Africa to come and play in South Africa, to get trained in South Africa, to be part of the Academy of Africa. They will boost the, the fellow or teammates from South Africa, and that will be very, very helpful. Because in South Africa, you got the skills. All the players are technically very, very good. They have to be more strong physically. They have to be more strong mentally to allow South Africa to be not missing a major tournament in Africa anymore. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we are speaking to Ali Gologo. You are welcome to send us your voice notes. To learn in Soweto, this is your kind of a topic. Eh? I'm waiting for your voice notes on 061-4104-107. Any questions you have for our guests. You talk about mentality, Alu, and it's, 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 a big, it's, it's a big talking point here in South Africa because especially this week when South Africa lost 5-0 to France, the players were taking selfies on the pitch immediately after the full-time whistle. And a lot of people say they talk to the mentality of our players. What do you mean when you talk mentality? mentality that South Africans must be mentally stronger? No, I mean, because things like, it's like things are easy for them. Mm. Because when they're born, they grow up in areas and they have all the facilities. In South Africa, you've got very, very good infrastructure. We in Senegal, we don't have the infrastructure you have in, in, in South Africa. Here in Senegal, we don't have the economy, this ecosystem, the football ecosystem economy, is not strong that like the one in South Africa. In South Africa, your league is all, almost professional. You understand? We don't have all that one, and our players are more hungry because your players are well paid. They are having everything from South Africa. They don't need to go abroad to become professional to achieve or mm. to earn some more, or good morning through football. In Senegal, a, a player of League One will earn like less than $500 per month. You understand, mm. which is not the case in, in in South Africa, where the players of the the the, the, the Premier League are well paid. Mm. They have all the infrastructure. They're living in a professional environment, so it's like things are easy for them. Uh, they are not enough hungry, but also because there is not a lot of you. You must open more, more, more for foreign players to make things strong. Because if you bring foreign players in the league. They'll be fighting to be on the team to make the, the lineup with the South African players. So if they are not good enough, they won't play the South African players. So that will help them mentally to be to, to do better than they, they're doing because they've got already the technical skills. They have to be physically strong and mentally strong to know that there is a concurrence, there is an, a, 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 a tough opposition between them and the teammates because everybody's fighting to get to be to make the lineup during the weekend. So you you have that part one, and to let them know that in football uh, it's not easy. And if you really want to achieve, because remember before you were having a lot of play, South African players doing well all all over the yes. world. I remember the generation of Benny Makati, Lucas Radebe, Aaron Mokwena, mm. uh, you know Mark Fish, uh, Nel Tuve, Bruce Globela, all those guys. 
and before a lot of players will, will, will pass just to the African League and go to Europe. Mbesuma, Collins Mbesuma from Zambia played mm. the league before going to, to, to England, you know. But today, look at which when was the last big player that made it from the South African League to the Europe. I can't remember. Or, or while the former generation, Steven Piena, uh, Kaklote, the one who was playing at Fulham, from South Africa, they was all uh, mm. coming from South Africa to go straight to the big club in Europe, including in 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 in, uh, in England. But today, except Matiba, which is playing in French league, I cannot tell you two or three big South African players in the in the, in the European leagues. Yeah, well, we had Pesit Tau, but he couldn't make it in the Premier League in Brighton, and he had to come back to the continent, and is now at Al-Akhli, and that was a big star that was coming out of South Africa in recent years. But let's hear what our listeners are saying. We're speaking to Alu Goloko. Good evening, Tabiso, and congratulations to Senegal. And I hope that they, they represent Africa well in the Qatar World Cup. Tell you, so my question is that uh, why Senegal uh, teams are struggling on the continental football? CAF, Champions League, and the other one. Is it because of that they, they export more players to Europe than competing? in the continent. Thank you. Good evening, Tabiso. Good evening to the team. Senegal produces quality players, but when it comes to their local league, they are nowhere to be found in terms of African Champions League. So why are they, no, are they not being representing Senegal? Secondly, does Aliou thinks it's best for Senegal to parade foreign-based players to represent the country, whereas they have their own local league, of which the local league is even unable to produce quality players to represent Senegal in either AFCON or um, a World Cup? It's Bramoro who is celebrating his birthday today in Bloemfontein. <laughs> Brabara, happy birthday to you, sir. You are a good man. Um, Alu, I think it's a similar question. How is the standard of the league in Senegal? Look, uh, I, I, I listened to two questions, and they are very, very pertinent questions. Uh, it's true. Our league is, uh, is quite poor just because they don't have any, 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 any names. I mean, uh, the clubs are not are no rich like the other clubs in, in the northern part of Africa or the southern part of Africa. That's why also... All the talented players used to go and play everywhere. Look at these days. There is a one young striker doing very well at uh, Simba in Tanzania, scoring fantastic goal. He was playing last year already in Senegal League, but his clubs cannot maintain him because the money is getting from Tanzania. He's not get, he cannot get it in Senegal. Players are leaving the Senegalese League to go to play in Guinea, to go to play in Mauritania because the clubs in Senegal doesn't have a lot of uh, capacity, financial capacity to, to, to retain them in, in, the, in the teams. So what they do, they just train them, they give them the opportunity to play at a certain level, and after one good year, they sell them because they also need that money to be able to finance the, the season, the full season of the team. Uh, there is a big reflection actually in Senegal because Senegalese people said, look, it's good, our national team is doing good and great all over the continent and the world, but we need 
also to to give an opportunity to our local football. So we are thinking there are a big reform in terms of uh, legal issues where people are thinking to make it to make the Senegalese league professional to give more uh, capacity and more opportunities to our local players and to allow them at least to play one, two, three seasons in Senegal to earn uh, serious money to be able to 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 achieve here before going to Europe. And and then the last one from me, Alu, is that we've seen former players like the coach Alu Sise, uh, Fadiga, Al Haji Geoff also they seem to be playing a prominent role in football in Senegalese football. How would you say this has helped to influence maybe the current generation? Uh, look, because they, those are icons of our football. People uh, love them. They've inspired generation of players and generation of people. But they was all also trained in academies in in Europe. Some of them, Elagi Juf played a little in Senegal before going to Europe. Fadiga was born was born in Senegal but grew up in in in, in Europe. Aliusise was born in Senegal but grew up in Europe. But when they became professional, they decided to come back home. And those players inspired this new generation of what we call B-national, those Senegalese players born in Europe, and like Edouard Mendy, Khalidou Koulibaly, Abdou Diallo, Bounassar, all of them decided to come to play to Senegal because they were inspired by those, that 2002 uh, generation. Uh, so we, we, we want to, to be able to always keep having a Senegalese team, which is a mix of all the generations of Senegalese in and out of the country uh, to be able to represent our flag and uh, allowed us to keep dreaming because actually these days we are really, really in a big dream in Senegal when it became football. It's a beautiful dream indeed. Thanks, Alu, for speaking to us and giving us insight. We really appreciate it. We need to digest everything that you've said here and hopefully we can speak to you again soon. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Uh, Alu. Goloko, Senegalese journalist, former TV producer with Canal Plus and TV Monday, telling us what they're doing in Senegal, what they are getting it right. What do you make of that? Okay, what do we need to do now here in South Africa after that um, uh, that performance against France? We're going to speak to uh, Coach Cabo Zubend. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Okay, let's welcome on the line Coach Cabo Zondo. He's worked in youth football in the country. He's worked at a senior national team level, of course. Was also part of the Dead Bank Iona. Um, we're identifying young players around the country. So he has a wealth of knowledge and experience. And we just want to pick his brain and get his understanding on why the gap is so big between us. Not not even comparing Bafana to France, but even comparing us to teams like Senegal here on the continent and teams that went to AFCON when Bafana didn't. Coach, good evening. Thank you very much for being able to speak to us tonight on SAFM. Uh, so good evening to you and good evening to the listeners. Thanks, Coach. Are you are you well? Are you still involved in the game? Uh, look, I'm I'm breathing. <laughs> I'm breathing. Uh, COVID um, subsided uh, in terms of uh, what the country has been experiencing, mm. and we survived that as well. And um, uh, we must be happy to be still alive, and uh, Cabo is uh, still uh, um, available, and um, uh, he's, uh, he's busy with uh, quite a number of things. Obviously, business-wise, I'm still in business, mm. but uh, football-wise, I'm um, 
Uh, from time to time, I'll do some uh, coaching lessons uh, to the upcoming coaches uh, who can get to uh, your level zero and all that. Uh, before, you know, try to prepare them to to get to your, uh, you know, the, the level where they, they, they desire to be. Ah, that's good uh, to hear. But uh, in, in, in essence, I'm helping wherever I can, but I'm not attached to any club at the moment. Okay, now that's good to hear, Coach, that you haven't left the game behind. What did you make then, Coach Cabo Zondo, of Bafana's performance against France on Tuesday? Look, um, Tabiso, um, there are two things that uh, we have to look at. Um, who did we bring to play against the, the top uh, country like that? Uh, what is our aim? Um, uh, to uh, you know, doing so. Um, one, I believe that uh, it was not uh, the best team uh, in the country to go and uh, compete uh, with a, with a, you know a country that is so competitive uh, with players that are playing at a higher level. Um, uh, I, I know the coach maybe has got his own plans, but. Uh, uh, you you might uh, sit there and uh, think, uh, yeah, it was disappointing for for us to lose by five goals to nothing. But uh, were our players ready to take a stage uh, of that uh, of that note against uh, you know France, who have got uh, players like Mbappe to um, uh, you know to destroy us the way they did? Uh, there was just no competition for. Um, uh, for for France, you know, playing against us. But uh, for us, have we learned anything? I don't know. The coach uh, should be able to tell us. I just hope that uh, our players don't get destroyed. That talks about the uh, how do we integrate the youngsters, uh, you know, to the higher level. Did we bring the the right team that says we can be able to integrate youngsters instead of just bringing you know, maybe 80% uh, newcomers uh, to that level uh, to compete against France. And uh, France did well. They showed that, um, uh, you know, they can score goals. If you are weaker, they could have scored 10 on the day. Uh, there are players that I think did well. Goalkeeper, yes, was too exposed. We we defended too deep. We're, it was like a, we were punching back. They did everything, uh, anything that they, they wanted to practice on the day, they did against us. So I don't know what is it that we have seen uh, from our players. Uh, there was a little bit of character there and there, but uh, as to how many chances we created, uh, it showed that uh, we didn't have the energy, we didn't have the experience, uh, we didn't have the desire. Uh, we're overwhelmed by the stage, uh, as you have seen. Uh, you know, it's so disturbing when you see our youngsters, uh, you know, um, uh, appreciating uh, the uh, the opponents by even asking for selfies. You know, you say, what yeah, is that we're there for? Uh, you know, already they went into the field uh, looking forward to see, not to play against, just to see Mbappe, you know, with their... Mm with their two eyes. And, um, yeah, I don't think we're there to, to go out and compete, uh, you know. But the coach knows what is it that he wanted to see with his players. But was it really correct to take, um, uh, you know, that, 
that percentage of a, of a team to play against, um, 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 you know, at, at, or at, at a country like um, uh, like France, you know, I think you're, you're throwing them in the lion's den. It's quite interesting you say that, Coach Cabo, because I was at a press conference, even Velila was there this morning with the Sundance co-coach Manoba Mngiti for their game against Almarek, but Bafana came out and he felt, he basically said uh, what you are saying, similar to what you are saying, and he felt that um, the performance there or the team that we took there was not a true reflection of South African football. Is that also what you're saying? Definitely. At the moment, hence I'm saying, you know, when we talk about integration, we're not saying those players are bad, mm. but were they ready to take that stage? For me, no. Maybe you could have taken players that have character like Abu Andi Lejali. Um, uh, at the moment, I don't know, because you're also failing in terms of, uh, you know, giving our own players opportunity at the PSL level. Uh, you know, where you don't have a striker that uh, you can say is better than Shalulile. You know, all, most of most of the players that are shining with, in, at the PSL clubs are from outside, which, which talks to what is it that we do with our players or giving them the opportunity. We are not giving them the opportunity like we used to. I mean, uh, this country played with the likes of uh, Phil Masinga who was a boss in terms of striking. That's why he went overseas. You played with uh, players like Abu Lukas Katebe, the Dr. Kumal of this world, you know, Mark Williams. All, all those players, uh, you know, uh, traded their, their, their trade outside of their, 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 their country. But uh, with the current uh, crop of players, you, you don't see much uh, or more of South African players being given the opportunity to you know, to play and, um, you know, show their, their ability. And it also goes back to what do we identify? You know, I thought we have done well by bringing in uh, the, the reserve league, like your, your, your DS uh, Divki Challenge. Uh, but uh, we should go deeper than that. At, uh, the, the talent ID, what do you want to see happening? I mean, if our Mutipe... Multiple league uh, still got uh, players that come from outside. Then what? Where are we giving our players an opportunity, you know, to be seen? Obviously, their their place will always be taken by by the outsiders. You're just joining us. We are speaking to Coach Cabo Zondo. You are welcome to send us your voice notes on 0614104107. We're just trying to get insight from him on why is the gap so big between us and, and France and even some of our counterparts on the continent. And actually, to what you are saying, Coach, I want to play a clip of Ronan Williams, what he had to say about uh, playing against Kylian Mbappe. We all knew what Mbappe could do, but now seeing it firsthand, wow. it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how good he is. He does everything at such a high level. And I don't think I've seen anyone so rapid, so quick, you know. And and he's in control. Yeah. He's still in control of the ball. So yeah, I mean, all of them. I mean, they're superstars. I mean, you look at Pogba. He just comes there. His presence, you know, Great. he just oozes with, yeah. you know, the confidence and everything. Just looks so easy to them. It it it, it sounds like like you're saying, coach. He's starstruck. They he just can't believe how good these guys are. And that's our captain. It's it's all it's all that what I told you that uh, these players went there to appreciate uh, what those uh, players can do. They knew that they were facing a very very tough task. Uh, 
but at the end of the day, I don't think they had the character to go out and. Uh, and I mean, no, no one was there to push them. You know, uh, beyond the point where they were. Mm. You know, they they were just there admiring uh, uh, the likes of Pogba. You know, it's like, hey, I never thought I'll play against Pogba. You know, I remember those years. England came here. Mm. Um, um, I think it was uh, the left back from Cosmos, uh, Mukwena. Mm. Um, he came against uh, Beckham. Beckham and he tackled him. <laughs> Tabang Mulefi. To, to pieces. <laughs> to pieces. And that's the character that you need. You say, there is no way that you can go past me. Mm. I don't care. I've seen you so many years playing uh, you know, in big stages, you are well respected in the whole world. We we needed players like those. Those players were not pushed by any of their of their teammates to go out and fight and do well. You know, it was like after every goal, hey, we do we did expect that they will score. Sure. Second goal, we did. As long as we don't get ten, as long as we don't get six, and um, like I'm saying, we're like a punching bag uh, standing. I mean, for the whole of first half, I saw the whole team. Mm. sitting on top of our 18 area, which says, come to us, we don't have the ability to... We do have the ability, but we don't have the character to do that. So we needed more more players that have got experience to push. Maybe you can play maybe four of these uh, youngsters, you know, put your best uh, defense, put your best middle fielders, maybe one uh, inexperienced and one experience, uh, more experienced uh, Middle fielder. We still have players that can, uh, you know, that can compete at that level even at their age. Yeah. Okay, Coach, we'll take a break. I believe our listeners also have a couple of voice notes here. We are speaking to Coach Cabo Zondo, just trying to get an understanding of where we are falling short or where we are going wrong here. Uh, so do send us your voice notes to 061 4104 Good evening, brother Tabiso. Bafana, Bafana. The problem is the mentality. They don't even understand the meaning of South African flag when they go out there to play, to represent the country. Their mentality, ah, I don't know. It's zero. You can rate it zero. Anonymous. So, uh, according to how I saw the game, we lack in every department except goalkeeping. Ronan Williams did better there. And I think I, I've even forgave, forgave Ghana for qualifying to the World Cup, to the playoffs of World Cup, and congratulated them for going to the World Cup because we, we are going to, to emulate ourselves there with that kind of performances. I think the coach costed us as well. Tulu, the rook should have done better than Tulu. Mahopa should have done better, better than Foster. And then Toby Mvala as well did bad. And I think, uh... okay, fair enough. Uh, we hear your point. I just don't want to make it about individual players. I want to play Coach Cabo a clip of Lila K explaining how tough it was and why it was tough for them. And I want to get your thoughts on this. I found myself in situations where it was two we one or where my side was overloaded. In the beginning, it was me and the wing back close. And then you got Griezmann. He probably identified the space in front of me behind our midfield. Like in Africa, it's not 
every day where you're going to find players, you know, scanning, looking at, at situations like that and finding the pockets, finding the, the space. That's another example where, where we say they, the level, the gap between us and them, it's big because for them to identify the space, you know, it's not every day you're going to see that, you know, they by us. So what does that talk to then, coach? He says he was uh, surprised at how they were able to exploit the spaces and you don't see that here at home. Yeah, then then it, it, it goes back to a technical awareness uh, of um, firstly the coach and his technical team. What is it that they were seeing and how could they solve that problem? And also, you must know that Lyle uh, Lakey um, uh, Sundowns, uh, they, are, they are well coordinated in whatever they do. Mm. So at the national team, you might find that he expects a certain type of uh, approach in that regard so that these spaces are not uh, exploited. But, uh, you know, the, the development of football in this country is still uh, still have got to be looked at uh, you know, much deeper than what we are doing. You know, I remember those years, in fact, we are letting ourselves down as a country. We had a program uh, called um, uh, Vision uh, 2000, yeah. where where we went out to identify young players, and uh, you you don't know how many matches did the, the under 20s and the under 23s play before they could get to uh, uh, you know to to their knockout stages. They played so many preparation matches. Uh, so many camps they had until they got used to one another. That's why you found the likes of Matthew Booth, uh, the likes of Benny McCarthy, um, you know, Patrick Mbuto. They they moved together from the under 20s. Abotie Gilekula moved to the to the high level. Yes. And uh, most of them, uh, your your um, uh, played uh, even up to the senior uh, national team. Because uh, they were they were together for quite some time. After that, we did nothing. If I can ask you, what are the under twenties doing now? What are our under seventies doing right now? What are our under twenty three doing now? They're doing nothing, and we expect those youngsters to be picked up from everywhere and play together. We're not uh, forming any team of the future already. So it's the senior team that is going to do that on our behalf. Um, uh, because uh, we have no plan. We have no plan. Uh, Lakey talks to us about the technical awareness, where the coach is aware. There's nothing that stops a player from talking to a coach. So, coach, there is this space that we have, either in front of me or behind me. Especially when I try to put forward these players, Mm. the opposition have got the character to go behind me and they forced me to defend all the all the way. Mm. Where's the shifting? How quick are we to do that? Yeah. Uh, when when there is a, a switch of play, changing points of attack, w- what happens to 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 the opposite flank? Uh, who who deals with the covering of those positions? How do we complement the player? We know uh, Lakey likes going forward, mm. but uh, if you say Lakey must defend. For the whole of 90 minutes, you are not playing to you are not playing into his strength, because uh, at sundowns is well complemented. You can go forward, but when he comes back, then he knows that he's going to run a short distance, 
uh, someone is covering his position by then. Uh, because once they get used to one another, they will do that uh, with uh, a high level of arrogance. You know, this is what you have seen with France. Uh, and we, we are not doing it. Are we able to teach our players from uh, at the, uh, you know the right age to understand tactics? Yeah. I don't think we're, we're obviously our league. Our league, in terms of administration, it's, it's regarded as one of the uh, you know the best. Uh, it's even competing with the, those uh, you know in uh, in Europe. But uh, in the playing field. I doubt if we are doing that, except a team like Sundowns at the moment, mm. uh, because it's like they're, 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 co- they're competing against themselves. <laughs> I'll play you a last clip from Lila K, but we won't have time to respond. But I just want to highlight also what he was saying after the game. It was evident last night that, you know, the level is higher. The cap is bigger. Uh, uh, the cap is big compared to, you know, PSL and, and, and Europe. Like, I spoke to the, the guys like a second or two quicker than us. And I think... That that also makes a huge difference. So yeah, I would I would say uh, uh, we learned. It was. He even says that they were a second or two quicker than us. That's a big statement. Uh, the fact that Bafana is so far behind. But because of time, Coach Kabo will leave it there. We'll pick it up maybe next week if you agree to speak to us. And I also want to ask you about one of my favorite ever players. May I have got favorites. I'm not shy to say it. And you you worked with this guy. Tika no Shuzli Dimo, Coach. I don't know what went wrong with that boy. What a talent that was. You agree, eh, Coach? Shoes. Natural. Natural you. talent. You, uh, you. I remember one goal that you scored uh, against, um, uh, I think we are playing uh, Cape Town Space. It was yeah. a little bit muddy. It was, you know, the ball was about to go out as a, as a goal kick or, yeah, a yeah. goal kick. And he screwed it with his left. <laughs> and, and no one thought the goal, a ball like that would be, you know, a goal. Same thing like uh, Mangana. You know, those yes, are naturally, yes. naturally naturally gifted youngsters. Are we embracing such talent? We need such talent. I mean, and train them. Mbappe yeah. didn't just come in with uh, the physical aspects of the game. He came in there with the technical aspect and also the te- uh, the technical uh, aspect of the game is being trained and... Mm. We'll pick it up. We'll pick it up there next week, Coach. Hey, Shuzli Dimo. What a player. Who agrees with me? Tweet me. Anyway, uh, that was Coach Cabozondo. Thank you for your insight. We have to hand over to Koketsu. Still coming live for Emperor's Palace. Uh, so they will continue then what is uh, happening there with that lecture. Independent and impartial. This is SAFM News.